Hey everyone, quick announcement before this week's episode. Uh, Our good friend Taylor's sibling, Fennel, is raising funds on GoFundMe for their gender-affirming surgery. We would really appreciate it if you would just consider supporting Fennel and check out their GoFundMe page. There's going to be a link in the episode description. Mean the world. Thanks. The Dane and Derek Show is an uncensored, unfiltered podcast. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Dan and Derek Show, a podcast where two nerdy friends keep in touch and shoot the shit. My name is Derek Aiello. I'm a writer, director, and avid tabletop RPG player. With me, as always, is my good friend, Dane. Hey, I'm Dane, a writer, podcaster, tabletop RPG lover, musician sometimes. You know, I do, I do, I do a lot of things. I, sometimes I wish I'd, I need to do less things someday, but... One of these that days. day is not today because <laughs> we're always working on too many things always. So this is a sort of follow up to our episode. We did a few months ago now called, uh, I think what we're working on where we talked mm-hmm. about, or no, no, no. It was, um, it was a talking pitch. It was talking pitch Yeah, where we pitched a, a couple of ideas. Uh, mm-hmm. I pitched some shorts. You pitched some, uh, I think a, like a game idea and like a novel idea. And then, we both just somehow ended up on the topic of mechas and we were like, Ooh, a mecha mechanic radio show would be pretty cool, which we later broke on another episode. Yeah. We'll listen to what's the mecha one on that. Yeah. 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 Cause you were, you were talking about, yep. I remember I was um, talking about the, uh, the, the power Rangers mecha movie thing. Yes. Yes. And then and- you brought up something really interesting. Cause we were talking about audio, uh, mm-hmm. doing like an audio play version of it. Yep. Um, but today, yeah, we're just following up on that to see if we've done some of these things since uh, that episode. <sighs> yeah. So, um, do you want to go first? Yeah, I can go first. Um, let's see. I haven't gotten any farther in the end of Go Hero. Um, I have pitched it around to a few more people, though, and the pitch is getting better. I just haven't finished the script. Mm-hmm. And then I think I pitched that 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 moving movie uh, about um, that I described as like it's the pop punk album you you made in your in your basement for a couple yep. of beers and dreams yeah yeah that's I have a couple pages of that and I've been pitching that around to like friends to kind of gauge their idea and I I have a title which is important to me I fully believe that a title boils down the essence of the work you're making, which sounds ridiculous now that I say it out loud. But for me, it's super important to have a title. Um, So I have that, um, but I don't have very many pages of it because three, while I did say I was going to do an audio version of the end of Go Hero, I haven't finished that. And instead, I've just been doing a lot of of projects and a lot of work that is not any of the work I pitched on Talk and Pitch. Mm -hmm. So yeah, Uh, Dane, how are things going for you? So I believe the two things I pitched were the were was the diner thing and then the next novel I want wanted to be working on, which Correct. is which was about like a slight environmentalism, but like high fantasy with a sorceress and um various journals and such. Um so diner dreams I did some serious work on. I did I released a few things and then I just I hit a wall with it. Like I was like, what I thought was here was not here. And so I, 
I took my own advice about like letting things go and that's okay. And I just sort of like kicked that out and then just started uh, writing and releasing poetry on the Substack instead, which has gone way better. It's great. Um, I'm planning on releasing some fiction for it soon. Ooh, um, okay, that explains it then. All right, I was wondering. Yes. But I was like, I was still like super like, oh, this is still really cool. Like, I'm still here to read it. So. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, I, I was, I was, I liked the idea, but it wasn't there. Like, I tried it out. I gave it a run and it wasn't there. And that's totally okay. And like, the thing about the Substack is it's a, it's a place for me to have my writing I'm not really trying to make it anything else. So it's totally okay that like for the, for me, at least for the first few, I released some stuff and then like, I was like, this isn't working. And then like kicked it to the curb and restarted, which is something like I'm really trying to be, you know, really careful about right now, which is like, like with the podcast I have right now with Diceology, I would not, I would be really nervous to start something like that. That's open-ended and I I wouldn't want to start something that I want to actually generate an audience for or really care about in that Mm. same way. Um, unless I was way more committed to the idea, like it was, it was already way more done if that makes sense. Yeah. Like with the novel I, I recently finished writing at this point, I'm really pleased with it and I, and I want to be doing edits on it and taking it further. Uh, but that's a finished thing, um, which is a very different place to be in. Uh, and that's as great, regards for this other novel idea, interestingly, I'm actually in roughly the same place with it as I was with Diner Dreams a couple months ago. Uh, um, I have been outlining for it. I've been testing out little bits of fiction for uh writing like just to test out voices and stuff and every time i come away from it less excited about the idea Mm. and i'm just like and i think i'm i'm done with it like (sighs) writing a novel is a marathon you know yeah it's emptying a sandbox with a teaspoon it's not impossible. It's not even necessarily hard. I, a marathon is hard, but like um, what's hard about it is the consistency required to do it. Um, yeah. And so I don't think I can do it on a lackluster idea. I think there are novelists out there, writers out there who could. They're faster writers than me. They're I don't know if they're better or not. That's That's a quality judgment, but like they are they have a skill I do not, which is, you know, raw speed. Like, do you, uh, we have a mutual friend um, named Dalton uh, and he is a spectacular writer just in general, but he's also fast. Like Mm -hmm. who boy, he is a fast writer. Um, I think he could take an idea that he wasn't super in love with and bang out something, you know? Yeah. And maybe he wouldn't like it, maybe any number of things, but like he could do it in a way I could not. And so I'm setting it aside. Like this is literally something I've come to in the last couple of days. Um, oh man. And it's like a little sad and like, there's a part of me that's a little disappointed, but I wasn't happy with it. And I don't, I don't have the energy or time for projects I don't have some love for, you know? Yeah, no, that is, that is very fair. 
And I'm glad that you can be that honest with yourself and your work. It's really hard. It's really hard. And, you know, like I talked to some people about it before I, I did any real work on it. And even that left me feeling like I let a couple people down somehow. Like I was like, it's like, what the fuck is this? Like I told them about an idea I had, you know, like I talked about it on this <laughs> show, you know, like I didn't, I didn't sign any contract. I'm not, I didn't, uh, you know, like, no, I, I know the feeling it's, it's like a very, like, you're like taken aback almost by yeah. people's visceral reactions to something that you hadn't even finished, let alone f- like fully formed, you know? Exactly. And so and, I was, yeah. I'm like, I, I can't be, I can't be, I can't be bothered by doing yeah. that anymore. So I, I've been like kind of working on letting that go and like slowly letting the idea go over the last, you know, week or so. Um, and nice. really kind of realize that next couple of days. Cause like there are other ideas I have, right? Like that's the thing that's mm-hmm. I'm like sitting on and you know, I'm not really ready to talk about them yet. Um, but like I, I have other ideas. And so it's not like, it's not like letting this go suddenly means like, and what will I write? It's like, Oh, okay. I'm, I'm going to go look at some other stuff. I was like, man, this, this might be cool to do after. Um, right. Yeah. And I'll just do it now. Like, fuck it. Like who- the well is not dry. No, not at all. Like you just don't want to be lugging up water for the moment. <laughs> yeah. Not for this. I, not for this thing that is like, yeah. I'm looking up water to fill a horse's trough and the horse is left. Like, yeah exactly what the fuck like what the fuck am i doing there right like right i'm wasting my time everyone else's time and on the one hand i'm really pleased about this and i actually also came to this episode being like what am i what am i going to talk about like i don't really updates besides eh, i kind of quit on both the things i talked about i mean you know that I, i think that's worth talking about because like i also was in the same boat i haven't had that much time since the last time we talked till now, you know, I've basically spent my time doing other things other than writing. I haven't had any, I've had maybe one day where I sat down and seriously wrote and I chose to work on a rewrite of a screenplay that I haven't, that I think I've talked about a little bit on the show, but it's a screenplay that's very close to me that I can't necessarily make right now, but I do want to make eventually. It's uh, it's the dinner at Lola's script. I've been really working on that rewrite and I chose to put it towards that because like you just said, right? Like if you're pulling water for a horse that's already left, what's the point? And it's not like a bad thing. You know, you just got to wait until the next horse or something else comes by. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So like the place I'm at sort of like creatively right now is like, I have, I have this big project to edit my partner gracie and i actually started doing a fun thing just for us because we realized we hadn't done like a creative writing thing like together ever oh in, like, yeah the six years and so what we decided to do is like we we pick picked 52 like prompts topics for poems and then uh every week we write one um, oh whoa and she's doing them in at random and i'm doing them in order at the end we will have 104 poems uh two of e- each each and each topic has a pair of poems e- our own perspectives on the same idea um huh so like i'm really enjoying doing that um to be fair that's like once a week i sit down and i write 
that poem. And it's a really fun exercise because I had like a built-in, you know, I have a, I have a built-in uh, uh, accountability mechanism where I'm like, yeah, yep, not going to let down my partner on the thing we decided and said we do together. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely yeah. don't want to show up in a year being like, I don't have the poems, um, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and because I also was like, I'm doing these in order. I can't skip around to the, all the ones I'm excited about prompt wise. Um, and, uh, I just have to do them. So like I'm learning tricks on how to like generate some creativity. Like I hit one that she came up with that, like the moment she put it down, I looked at it and I was like, Oh no, like, Oh no. Um, and I, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go out and I'm going to find a form of poetry, you know, like sonnets and stuff that are like very strict about like what makes them the thing they are. Uh Um, it's like, and I'm going to do one of those um, because then I'm locked in. Like then I understand what I'm doing and something will come from that mm-hmm. um, versus sometimes I'm just like, oh, wow, I'm just going to write free verse because it's like I've got it, you know. So it's a really wonderful exercise and we're like a month and a half into that. And then so I have the editing, I have that. And now I've just sort of like I've thrown these other projects out the window Um so all I have to keep up on is like the, the sub stack, which I also have like a backlog of poems that I've written and like a backlog of pieces of fiction that I've written over time uh-huh. where I can just be like, yep. And I didn't write anything this week. So that's just going to slot something in there. Just, <laughs> um, and then other than that, like I have wide open space to like really take a look at some stuff and I'm, I'm kind of excited about that. Um, but yeah, it's kind of a, it's kind of a weird place to be in. Cause I haven't been like diligently working that much lately. Yeah. But that, that space that you just described, that space is super key to being able to kind of see how things are going to align. Right. Yeah. Like I did, like I, when I think about like, I think a lot about like back to this time last year, where I was really only working on one screenplay and I was watching a lot of movies and I wasn't like, you know, I just finished shooting a film and we were slowly going through posts. So I didn't really have much to do, Mm -hmm. but I was able to kind of understand like, Oh, like maybe like these things I've been working on, like I was able to kind of see like, like where the things I was working on were aligning in a way that, chronologically in what order to make them make sense Mm -hmm. which have now brought up to this point which is like i'm making a short film you know that is directly in a way in you know influenced by a feature that i really want to make and that's on purpose right like i was able to make that connection to show that i'm capable of making work like that and that's i wouldn't have been able to figure that out if i hadn't had that space to kind of evaluate everything I wanted to do. And I think that the fact that you have that space, especially considering all the things you do and I, and like how, like, like, I I don't want to say structured you keep your life, but like how like you're able to manage your spaces of which you exist in uh, compared to me where I'm not really able to do it as, as seemingly neat as you. It's nice to see that you are, you have that kind of space to, like, I guess, decide what you want to invest 
the next, you know, what, what, what you want to do next year. Right. Yeah, totally. And you know, like you saying like, well, what was I about at like a year ago? And in thinking back, I was prepping for the novel I have finished right now. Um, Boom. Yeah. Like about this time, like I was like, okay, I really have this idea. I'm going to go out. I'm going to go get materials to start doing some like major research, like all that stuff. And I'm like, all right, you know what? I'm kind of back there again. The change for me, actually, in speaking about those like spaces and places in which you are, you are um, the thing I am, I am like acutely aware of is that if I get my way this time next year, finals for my first semester of law school will be coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a very different life to be living. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Being a student again, <laughs> being a student again, uh, potentially moving like all, all kinds of stuff are attached is attached to that. Right. Yeah. Um, and so like a lot of my life lately has been thinking about and around the concept of having far less time because I am actually engaged with the primary thing I do in my day. Um, you know, and considering that is important, you know, it's like important to me to be, to be thinking about. And so like, it's, it's this matter of like pretty consistently, I've been like shifting my priorities around and like really taking a look, a, a set look back and also being like really conscious about things I'm taking on and leaving space open and also, like I was saying, like keeping making things finite is yeah. really important. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting, it's an interesting place. Um, and and so, like, I'm curious are there are there ideas you're considering? Um, you know, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of ideas I'm considering. Um, and it, and I think it's one of those things where I haven't had the space to really sit down and sort of work through and try to figure out if it's worth pursuing yet or trying to get them to a state of which I can then evaluate taking them to the next step. Right. Like mm-hmm. for me, which would be, which would be making a movie, um, but which yeah, is a huge investment, you know? Yeah. It's a huge investment. Like. Like the short that I, you know, I'm working on right now, like, you know, that was a script I wrote four years ago that only in the last year did I ever reconsider making. And it took like, you know, from like April or March even through now to get it done. So like, it's, it's a bit, um, and you know, and that's only for like five pages of screenplay material. Um, whereas like in that time span, you know, I've, done two podcasts and shot a pilot for a third and i've become you know i've been doing like live streams with an arts org that i volunteer with and i'm somehow still trying to write like not just one feature but three and a web series it's like it's it's a lot uh it's a lot of mental bandwidth Mm -hmm. in addition to the fact that something i was not prepared for was my shift in day job you know yeah my day job now doesn't take up a lot of physical bandwidth. It takes up a lot more mental capacity. 
So at the end of a workday, I'm more mentally exhausted than I am physically exhausted. And so I've noticed a change in, I have a desire to go out more because my brain's kind of spent by the end of the day. And going into next year, um, I want to make sure that I have time and space to not necessarily be working on something. And I think that the hard part for me is that I love basically everything I do. And so deciding what is going to stay and what is going to go and what's going to change is really difficult. Um, but to that end, right? Like I think there's a few things I'm excited about, right? Um, there's this short film that hopefully will be coming out in 2022. There's the second season of this show, which I think is fair to announce. Yeah. Um, that I really, I really love, you know, this is like a really safe space for me to not only hang out with you, but for me to not like think about anything else I have to do. It's a very nice space. It's a little pocket dimension. It really Um, is. And then I'm excited to see based on how this short goes, it's going to lead me down a few different paths. I feel. And whatever path I end up choosing is going to decide whether or not I pursue this web series I've been cooking up or trying to pursue more feature based stuff, which is really exciting Um, because I'm at a point where I'm starting to feel confident and competent and capable enough to do something slightly bigger Mm -hmm. versus doing a lot of little things. Um, and so, and also, and then there's like, you know, the, the last kind of remaining, like, you know, there's, there's a, there's a, there, there, there's a show that I'm, I'm, that I'm making with my friend, Justin, that I'm really excited about that we kind of locked in to based on our bandwidth, we kind of redid the whole show format. And that's really exciting because now it's a lot easier to make. And two, you know, you and I have been talking about stuff that we've been creating and thinking about and Mm -hmm. one particular property we came up with that we've referenced on the show a few times and that you know project has been really interesting to me because you know it's like sort of it's in a lot of ways like a culmination of um audio literacy that i've acquired over the last year Uh, yeah and it's been uh it's been a very long years? time yeah seven years seven since years. the last time you and i really did something like really did something together yeah because like you know we've Other worked together this. yeah like we've we've worked together right like we've done things but not sat down to co- create something original or fresh for the both of us yeah and to be fair it already feels so different you know, like yeah. you and I are talking about like, okay, like what are we, what are we actually doing? What's the timeline? Like all, all of these very different things than like last time we sat down for something like that, it was so much more slapdash and like, you know, it was the energy of all the free time of a summer vacation. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It was like a lot of like, let's just throw shit at the wall and see what sticks. And this time it's like, we both have an idea of what we want. We both mm-hmm. know what we want to do 
we both understand the premise we've locked ourselves into in a way. And yeah, we're bringing, you know, an additional seven years of storytelling experience, which is really exciting. Like I literally just had a conversation with someone today about this, about the idea of like, you know, going, taking all this experience you've garnered and then bringing it back to something very familiar, like, you know, working on a big movie and then making a really small movie, you know, writing a really big novel and then working on a short story. It's like the same idea. And like, you know, um, I think it's, I'm really curious what it's going to look like because I a have no idea when we're going to have it ready, which is fine. I mm-hmm. like that. And B, when we do start to get into that nitty gritty technical part, you know, that's going to be so uniquely different from any of the other projects we've worked on that I'm so curious what's going to, I'm, I have, there's a curiosity that I have that I haven't had with like a pro with a science fiction or fantasy property or idea in a long time that I have with this. And I'm really excited to be part of that world again. Same, same. And I think, I think something that I've been, I've been realizing is like, I'm really trying to figure out what I want to be focusing on. You know, like I really want to know, like, what do I, if I'm going to have such a limited amount amounts of creative energy and time, like literal time, where do I want to put that energy? And what sort of things do I want to say with that energy and time? And something I've, I've recently realized is like, I think I know where I want like my fantasy energy to go. If that makes sense. Like my strict, like high fantasy Tolkien-esque, yeah. all that stuff. Um, and it sounds really silly, but I don't actually feel that silly about it. Like, but I wanted to go to my tabletop games. I Um, completely feel that. Like that is where I want that energy to live. Be not only because I love those games and, but the people, and it's going to be so important to me to keep those connections and keep that time for myself. And so I don't want to dilute that energy in other places, you know, and you know, you're supposed to write like what you want to read or hear or see, or, you know, you're supposed to like make the art that you want for myself, you know, like the art I really want to like, quote unquote, put out there is, is not that, you know, and it's not, what's the word? Um, I'm really struggling to find the exact, exact words I'm, I'm looking for, but what I want to like novel wise, what I want to write are much more dreamy works than what I was trying to do with the novel idea I had. Right. I want to write these watercolor impressionist dream things. Like that's what I want to do. And that wasn't it. So I'm going to do it there. Right. And like to play out the fantasy, like kill the monster stuff, then I'm going to turn to my, to games, you know, I'm going to turn to tabletop RPGs and do that, you know? Um, And then, you know, like collaborative works, I'm going to come here. And with the thing that you and I are talking about, um, like you said, I'm actually also pretty curious because um, 
it's different. And I like this is an energy that I'm kind of unfamiliar with or almost feel like I had forgotten in a sense. Yeah. Um, and also like, like here's the thing I haven't done in a long, long time. For example, I'm going to ask you to have for, I'm going to ask to have a role. If that makes sense in a production. Yeah. That is a thing I have not done in a long, long time. Like this yep. thing that you and I are doing right now, the Dane and Derek show, that is not really like you're the producer of the show. Right. But, yeah. But like, there's no, like the whole show is you and me and you are the person who edits and does most of the scheduling and stuff. And I really appreciate that. But like, that's, you didn't, you, we didn't sit down and be like, all right, you're going to be producer and editor. So that means your responsibilities are going to be X. Right. Yeah. Versus like what we're talking about now, where like, especially to make it feasible with like time constraints and everything, we're probably, we're going to have to sit down and divvy up roles specifically, you know, and like, yeah, like things like I, me, like I, like for one, like, I don't, I don't think I have time to be a voice on the show, for example. Right. Like, mm-hmm. um, so like, it's been such a long time since I've, I've wanted to be a cog in a creative, um, Rube Goldberg machine that makes something like when we, when we made films in high school, one of the things we did better than basically any of our peers in the area around us, um, was we actually did divvy out roles. Yes. Um, in a very kind of official way, you know, um, and I was your producer. That's what I did. Um, occasionally I'd sneak off to do some writing, you know, and acting because that was also a thing, but like, I didn't direct, I didn't, um, I didn't, I didn't do the writing. Like that was, that was you anyways, producing was, was my, my thing and you did directing and writing and you and our editor talked about editing but you know y- you shared some of those responsibilities but we were we were divided up in certain in certain ways like after i had scheduled you in for stuff or gotten your like blocks of free time you didn't handle scheduling anymore i did right yeah. and, and like that's it's been so long since i've done that because like noveling is not like that uh diceology has not been like that that's been very much a i spearheaded that by and large um lots of help from the cast but like they were really doing cast stuff which was awesome but um yeah yeah, it's it's very exciting for me to think about like oh i'm gonna have like responsibilities i'm gonna have to take care of stuff and get it done on time and all this good stuff yeah but there are things i will not do and i can trust Derek and whoever else gets brought on to to help to do their part and that's a fantastic feeling it's yeah. an exciting feeling oh yeah like like you know going from like you know just you and I talking on a show to doing like an actual play with a few more people to now being like oh we could be casting people we could have other people you know assisting us with scheduling and writing or editing the show Mm-hmm. to you know, there's so many more facets to it that it's it's interesting to see where we're going to get those touches of collaboration and creativity along the way and 
yeah, it has been forever since you and I have done something like this. And I'm curious too, like, you know, like, cause we're in the early stages of talking about the show and talking right. about like the story and the characters, but what happens when, once we start screenwriting, what happens exactly once we get to production. And that's like really exciting. Cause you know, we both, you know, pooling our networks together, there's some really incredible people we could be working with. And that's really cool. Like, like we could be doing like, like we have, there's a lot of potential I see. And I think that's, it's like, there, there's, there's a lot of potential to create something not only incredibly fun, but like really good, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And, you know, like peek behind the curtain, Derek and I have a, I think we, it's fair to call it a production yeah. meeting coming up. Um, yep. And like, for us, like I'm not, I'm not 100 sure what what we'll accomplish with that one. Um, I have some ideas about what will come out of that, but like, you know, that will be that will probably be that will be the one that we're like that's most um, unclear, if that makes sense. Yes. Um, about like who's doing what and what we need to accomplish, what individually we need to accomplish, right? Like. Um, and, and how much help we're going to need, right? Like, um, for example, if you came in and you're like, okay, I could devote one day a month to this or so. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But (laughs) like, if you said that the, and we were like really committed to getting it done, um, then we would, I'd be like, okay, well, we, we definitely need like a, a third person to, um, help spearhead this, right? Like, yeah, you know, Whereas like, so like, I think we're going to like, it'll be very, I'm very excited about this because I'm, I'm curious to know what roles need to be filled. Does that make sense? Like, yes. Um, like who, who else are we going to bring into the wing? Yeah. You know, and like, who, who else are we going to bring into the mech? Wink, wink. Exactly. <laughs> and obviously the big one will be cast, of course. Yeah. And we'll probably want to keep that on the smaller side overall, of course, but like, um, because that's just, that's always just a little bit better. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. This, this is a complete tangent, but like more and more I'm feeling like giant casts are so hard to do well, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I, got, yeah. I, like I mentioned in, I think the avatar episode that I just finished watching Shira, um, like the new one and like literally my biggest criticism of it was like the cast is too big. Like so many so many what could have been like really amazing plots kind of got short the short end of the stick because yeah. there were just so many there are literally just so many characters yeah um and to be fair with Shira in particular like from the original to the modern one like they cut the cast substantially because the original was an extended commercial for new action figures every week but 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 anyways um <laughs> uh setting that aside real yeah. fast um yeah, so like, but what that means is that cast members become integral, right? Like, um, like if you like look at like uh, Welcome to Night Vale, uh, the the voice of Cecil in that show is so important to that sh- to 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 the whole damn thing, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Uh, because for I want to say like the first twenty episodes, he's the only voice or something yeah and i mean it wouldn't our our project isn't like that but um right well like you know to pull an an example from a show that is probably more like ours like wolf 359 is like three people 
for the first season for the most part it's four right because it's well it's four characters but it's three actors yeah 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 because um because the um, guy that voices Eiffel also voices the doctor. Right, 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 yeah. right, right, right. And it's like you would never guess, right? But Very good work on that. I know. But that's the thing, right? It's like, you know, it's like, yeah, like there's so much power packed into the into that dynamic, right? Mm-hmm. And it's so essential. Like, I think too, you like, you're coming at it too with like significant more experience with podcasting and radio than me. But I'm bringing very much a like filmmaking directorial kind of sense to it which i think is interesting like we're kind of meshing two things we love in a medium that we both are enjoying like enjoy our time in right yeah like that i think is super interesting and because like you know like i've picked your brain for years about you know doing a audio drama and you know you know, early 2020, for the majority of 2020, I, whenever I would talk to you about, oh, I want to do a narrative podcast, I'd always pitch you things, right? And mm-hmm. none of those ideas ended up becoming anything that I wanted to spend time in. But ultimately, what did it lead to? It led to me realizing that we should just have a podcast. And then yeah. that opened up a whole nother door once I started doing this show, you know, like that led to me doing an actual play, which led to me doing this half podcast, half movie show that I'm piloting, and which has now led to us working on the mecca show yeah uh, and just you know great. it's very interesting to because like here, here's here's the funny thing i'm thinking about all those times you you pitch stuff to me typically i remember not necessarily my criticism but always the thing i would bring up to you to think about would be like right but how are you going to show that you know like like so often you were like i would it would boil down to be like you're, you're pitching me movies awesome movies but like you're pitching me movies um like you're you're trying to put the movie a movie story in a audio box yeah Um, and that doesn't usually work you know right it usually like just simply because like for the same reason that if you listen back to most old radio dramas like if you listen to like the superman radio dramas from like the 30s and 40s they sound very silly because it's also based off of a visual medium which was comics you know whereas uh, i'll use welcome to night Vale um as a and, and wolf 359 um both are stories about audio yes which is kind of the thing you need to you need to think of is like your whatever story you tell through an uh, whatever medium you choose it needs to be for that medium i believe Mm -hmm. um yeah you know which is like why i i find that it rarely happens on the screen where i'm watching a a a film or a t or tv show where i'm like this would have made a better book or something i sometimes see some things where i'm like oh you Mm, I think you maybe wanted a comic or, oh, you, you really wanted a video game or some something, right? Yeah. Very often I will, I will start reading a book that I'm like, you just like YA often will do this in particular where I'll be like, wow, you just want, you wanted to make a movie really bad. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I don't, I don't want to read that. Um, mm-hmm. And, and that's been some of like, some podcasts I've listened to where I'm like, Oh, this is, you wanted a TV show, you know? And once in a while it, it, it 
still lands, but you know, like Wolf three five nine is, you know, it's about an audio log. It's it's the communications. It's the story of the communications officer. Yeah, looking through radio and audio waves, making logs. Welcome to Night Vale is at least it started out about a radio show, right? Like yeah, or Alice isn't dead is told through trucker trucker CV radios, right? Like right these things tend to work a little better. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's, I'm, I'm really excited to do this. You know, it turns out this is what we've been working on. Yeah. Th- we got really, there. Yeah. We, we've been, we've, we've been tossing ideas for months and honestly, like I'm really excited to spend the next, however long working on a creative project with you. Like same this. here. It's been far too long and I kind of feel like, it's nice to come into something where we both have a, it feels like we're on a very nice playing field and there's a very nice playground that we can kind of work with here. And I'm really excited. Yeah. And I'm, I'm excited to, like you were talking about to say, to work with you again after so much time not doing so. Yeah. You know, like Mm you've delved so much farther into film and script writing. And I did, I worked, I worked in radio for years and I've, I've done tons of, of, of storytelling and writing and podcasting, you know, and it's, it's going to be interesting to see, to see what, what, what we do. And you know, what's also kind of fun about this is that like, I also know that you and I are not going to sink ourselves into a project that isn't working. You know, like we're talking about it now and we're excited about it right now, but like we could get, you know, two months down, down the road, like we could have put some time in and be like, okay, this isn't working and we'll step back. And that doesn't mean we don't get to work together or anything. Right. Right. Like I remember in high school in particular, we forced through some projects because like that, that's what, what we did because on the one hand we were learning that sometimes you, you know, you need to work through some of the pain, right? Like, but like, you also need to make stuff, right? Like we were surrounded by a lot of people who talked a big game about making things and then never did. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and, and so we were so afraid of doing that, that we would sometimes force things through that maybe we really shouldn't have. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And and now we're at a space where, it's less about just creating something because we've created probably hours upon hours of things now that yes. we don't really need to make stuff to get better. We need, we, we want, but we want to make stuff that we're proud of and that we want people to listen to and to derive some form of entertainment or value from, right? Like, like we want people to be entertained and we want to entertain and we want to make something fun for us. So Mm -hmm. if we're not having fun, then we're probably not going to continue with it. But you know, I have a feeling (laughs) calling it right now. You're going to have a blast writing dialogue. I, yeah, you know, that's fair. (laughs) And, and, and knowing me, I'm going to have a fun time figuring out all of these fun, weird sound effects. Uh, and yeah. uh, we can actually talk about it off mic, but I actually might know a guy that might be good to bring on for sound effects in particular. Kick um, ass. Yeah. It's fun to hear. But 
I think we're we well are. over time. We are well over time. Yes. Um, <laughs> well, very over time at this point, but I mean, not as over time as, uh, as our campaign episodes. So, yeah. You no. know, you know, yeah. And who knows, perhaps the next two episodes we do, those, those could be a long pair of episodes. Cause those are going to be our last two episodes of the season, which is pretty wild. That um, is pretty wild. That we've done this for a year, man. Oof. 52 episodes. 52. <laughs> and we've only missed two weeks. So, like, we did it. <laughs> we did it. Yep, yep. Um, well, folks, that's it for this week. Expect a lot more things from our spheres as we go on. And we're very grateful to have you all along for the ride. Uh, you can see what movies I'm watching on Letterboxd at Derek Aiello. And Dane, where can we find you and your work? You can find me on danewrites.com. That's D-A-N-E-W-R-I-T-E-S.com. Uh, you'll find my writing on Substack. You'll find my podcast, Diceology. You'll find music that I've written on Bandcamp and my Twitter, which is mostly dead, but it exists. So it's there. <laughs> there we go. All righty. Have a good rest of your day, morning, evening, night, wherever you are, folks. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.